Welcome to the Rain in Threes podcast with Alan Ray and Mike O'Connell. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of Rain in Threes. I'm your host, Mike O'Connell, here with Villanova basketball legend, Alan Ray. A. Ray and I have another special guest for you guys tonight. The legendary Villanova guard, 2016-2018 national champion, and now current guard for the SIG Strasbourg in the French Pro A-League, Phil Boom. Phil, <laughs> Phil, what's going on, man? How we feeling? I'm good, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. I'm on. What's the uh, what's the weather like over there, Phil, right now? Man, it's cold as hell right now, bro. It's cold, rainy, and gray skies right now, man. Um, <laughs> let just just to give a little rundown, let people know, you know, where you're playing at, um, the team, how's the league out there, how's the city, just a just a little rundown for people that you know never never been over in in Europe, in those in in those parts, because you know I I've been there, so I I know what it looks like, but. <laughs> Yeah. Not every, not everybody do. Yeah, I play for Six Strasbourg, uh, French league, man. If your location, probably like right on the actually right on the borderline of Germany. So Germany's like ten minutes away from me, which is crazy. And I'm like a two-hour train ride direct to Paris. Hence the uh, name, y'all. Strasbourg. It's close yeah, to Germany. Yeah. It's in France, but it's called Strasbourg. Right. All right. Uh, that's funny because a lot of the cities that are nearby me in technically France. Or like have like German type names, you know. So it's kind of more of a a German city, if anything. So it's a, it's a, it's a good city though, real historical uh, culture. Yeah, I like it here. It's easy city to live in. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, I remember those are one of the better places I like to play against Strasbourg. I play in uh, who did I play with in France? Olm is Olm still around? Not Olm. Olm. I'm tripping. That's oh, Germany, right? Oh, Poe Ardez or something like that. Ah, they was. I think they got bumped down this year. They weren't last year. They got of course they down. did. Of course they got they relegated. Did. They got relegated. They got relegated. Yeah. Of course they did. But uh, yeah, I was I was down in Poe. I liked it a lot, man. It was uh the weather was super warm because obviously we was down south. We was kind of close to uh, the French Riviera too. I remember my teammates like after every game, yo, they used to take planes to like Monaco and all this I'm just like damn like I just ain't have the energy for all of that but <laughs> it was it, it was definitely it was I, I definitely like France man and uh the cuisine is a little different there you ever had um like rabbit yet oh whoa no I haven't I haven't done none of that yet <laughs> damn I'm, I'm saying it like it isn't like it's normal <laughs> nah but I definitely that was the first time I had I had rabbit out there it was in France um but back when I played, it was, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. Like it wasn't a lot of Ameri- it wasn't so Americanized, but uh, I kind of, I kind of enjoyed it. Italy was not Americanized at all, but uh, really? France was. Yeah. 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 France is cool. I like France. I'm not going, I'm not going to lie. I like France. Me too. I like it so far too. Long travel though. It's a lot of driving, a lot of, a lot of long bus rides to show. It's, it's a big country. So, but yeah, yeah if you was down south, you're in a good spot there. Y'all, y'all flying everywhere or y'all bussing? Mostly we either fly because we got a good train system that kind of goes everywhere. We took the train a lot too. Damn. We used to bus from down south. We used to bus everywhere. I know that's a hike, man. 12, like we six hours. 12, 13 hour bus rides. But oh. we had, 
our, our bus was kind of unique. Like you could you could fold down the seats, and mm-hmm. it would make like the whole bottom layer just like one long bed, and then the top be one long bed, and everybody right. just be, be laying down that way. But yeah, them them uh them trips used to be gruesome, bro. They used to be gruesome. Yeah. And then and then as soon as you 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 traveling for 13, 14 hours, and then they talking about yeah, we got practice. Practice. <laughs> right when you get there, you got practice, right? <laughs> nah, coach, my uh, ankles hurt, coach. Hi, <laughs> Alan. Alan. <laughs> for the king. Yeah. Every time after the trip, we never practice. My coach is like the Italian, so he actually talked like that. Yeah. <laughs> he talked he talked like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Phil, man, we we just wanted to check it with you, man. You know, we know you're doing great things over there for Strasburg, and uh, we see that you're like the leading scorer every night, man. So it's definitely fun to to check the box score a little bit, watch some highlights on social media and stuff. So definitely fun to to to, to, to check in and make sure you're you're killing it over there, which is you know per usual for you. So we want to we want to go back to the original. All right, like recruitment, Phil. Right? Yeah, you're still in high school. You're still trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, where am I going to play ball in college? Uh, Georgetown, Indiana, UVA, Temple. So were some schools that that reached out to you and and, and were, were recruiting you. Uh, what did you like about those schools? But what was different between them and Villanova? And, and why did you know that Nova was the right place for you? I mean, man, it was different reasons for each one, really. I mean, Indiana at that time, they was coming off with the they had Oladipo there, Yogi yeah. Ferrell there. They had that that good crew. I think that was the last time it was really that good, really. To be honest. Yeah, and uh, I went to game there. It was crazy. I went to a game there. They played against Michigan at the time. I think it was like two versus four. They had like Trey Burke out there, Hardaway, mm-hmm. Mitch McGarry, uh, what's the game? Stauskas. They had all of them dudes look like Glenn Robinson. They were like, damn, this game was crazy. I was always ready to go to Indiana to that, you know? <laughs> and uh, Coach Craig was cool. I mean, playing in Indiana, the historic there, the, the crowd was crazy. I was feeling Indiana heavy, man. It was just something. Um, it's had a lot of guards at the time, so it was different. Right. Uh, Georgetown, I mean, yeah, close to home. I mean, that would be beautiful. That's 45 minutes from home for me. Uh, the school was nice. I like Coach Thompson and everything, you know, just um, just didn't really like the fit of the, the, the Princeton offense, to be honest. I'm going to keep the book. I didn't like the Princeton yeah. offense. I couldn't go there because of that, really. So that kind of simple things down. UVA was good, too, but also felt like, it was a little bit more of a slower pace for me. At that time, they were really playing the 35-second shot clock thing. Like, yep. really doing that. I was just like, man, I don't fucking feel like that. But Nova was like the only spot where, like, look, we got you know, we got this many guards, but Coach Wright was letting us know. And, like, A-Ray knows, like, man, you get there. Coach was like, man, we're going to play several guards together. Like, you know, Archie's the point guard, but Archie was there at the time. And Dylan Ennis, he was like, man, y'all going to play together. Yeah, and I believed him because I seen him do it in the past. You know, it wasn't just a coach just telling me something. You know what I mean? I know I plays multiple guards, so I always loved it. I mean, growing up, I always watched Villanova, just watching the wall. I never thought about me going there, but in terms of watching, like they, like you know, A. Ray and them guys play, and, and Scotty and those guys, man. So, the coach told me, man, we played multiple guards. Said I believed him, and the, the culture there was great. The family environment there was great when I visited. Uh, going to games is good. It just felt like a like a basketball school to me. So. Yeah, it was kind of just different from everybody else. That's how that's how I felt with Nova, man. It just like you get like this different feel. Like it's like business. Like you know it's business. You're gonna go there. Like you gonna hoop. They are gonna take care of you. And uh, I'm I'm glad you bring that point up about like the guards. 
Uh, when I when I committed, it was just me, and I was trying to go there the Nova just because like nobody was there. You know what I'm saying? I'm like <laughs> nobody's there. I'm gonna get a chance to play Biggie's, right. like you know. But then right. like Coach Wright is like, all right, like like I helped with the recruiting with Randy Curtis, and I'm just like, damn, Randy Curtis, me, Gary, <laughs> um, Derek Snowden, and uh, there was another guy. Uh, he he had wound up transferring. I'm like, how the hell is all of this gonna work? Yeah, <laughs> you know, right, all right. these guys, right? I'm 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 serious. I'm like, how's all this gonna work? I'm I, I'm in the back of my mind, like, yeah, I might, I might take that offer to Memphis now. Like, I might go to Memphis, but I didn't want to play with DeWan Wagner. But I mm-hmm. get to Villanova, and it's really guard you, man. If you rebound, play defense, and defend, bro, you gonna be on the court. Like you on the court, man. You you gonna be on the court. But um, I wanted to ask you about the DMV, bro. The DMV, man, it's like it's like a hotbed for for basketball. You know, guys like Rudy Gay, KD, Dante, JJ, JJ Reddick, Josh Hart. Like, what what is it about that area that just produces so many like great players and so much NBA talent? You know, New York was like that at one point, but it's kind of died down. And it's like you guys took over in that in that area seriously because y'all pumping out pros and good players yeah. year after year like what is it about the dmv i mean i think it's just kind of the attitude of the other area you know you talk about guys from from baltimore you got guys from pg county dc and just the and just the competitiveness of when we all play against each other growing up you know like just there was just so many good players i played against coming up so many guys, man, just just got better. It was such a competitive area. I feel like coming out, and then you had guys like KD came before, and then once those guys like that, the Melo, it kind of just gets everybody into basketball. Really, I mean, Maryland's a big football state too, but basketball wise, man, it's just something different. Just the talent, and then those those guys always come back and play with you or play against you. So you know, you in the gym with them, and it just keep. I feel like it just kept guys want to get better, and like you, if you want the hoop. You really had to, to give it all you had back there. I mean, just to get a name for yourself, or because the competition was great at all times, and it's it's crazy because I I you know I'm from the Baltimore area. I grew up uh, right outside Baltimore, but I played yeah, UBT takeover, which was more towards the DC area. Yeah. So I, in terms of talent wise, to see what's coming around from where I was from and where I played high school at, and then go all play takeover, which was like you know all my guys from Devonta Gonzaga that whole WCAC land over there. So it was like seeing both sides, like dudes like Chris Jenkins and Josh, you know what I'm saying? Like playing against them in high school. Like Josh was a dolly in high school, you know what I mean? Yeah. Chris, <laughs> Chris was an automatic like double-double. Like you couldn't guard Chris in the post in high school. Bro. Yeah. Unstoppable. So I think just just having that balance of seeing both sides, man, it was just so much talent coming up, coming, behind, coming after me. It was just crazy. Like if you wanted to just – grab a pickup game and just go hoop like yeah. could you just go outside or like did y'all meet up in gyms and it also it also has to attest to like the guys in that area who like really didn't go that far but obviously they was pretty good you know what right. i'm saying i can speak from just my high school alone we had seven d1 dudes i think just to my time span and um so then you had like the guys that came before me in my school so if we want to play pickup, we used to play in my high school, but you know, we have guys from around the city coming around and then guys before me, you know, we had Henry Sims, mm-hmm. who was older, but he played in my high school, so he would come back. Eric Gagnon, who played another game, you know, so 
it was always just like a high level guys. Like you said, there was guys that we didn't talk about, guys that was the lower D one, like a Towson or American University, but could hoop. So when it came to getting a good run, you're gonna have about, you know, fifteen, fifteen, eighteen people in there, eleven probably D one, a couple of them probably D two, borderline D one, you know what I mean? So the competition was great. And I always that was my best I mean, that's the most fun time I had really was high school open run. What's no ain't nothing better than that. Like that's that's just the best to get, really. Respect, respect. Yeah, you know. Yeah. No, hey, Ray, uh, you wanted to talk about the interview you had, Phil, with uh, Quinn Cook. And yeah. he, said, he said the DMV is so great because we support each other and we have each other's backs. So, I mean, I, I know we know that's true at Villanova for sure, but uh, A. Ray had three McDonald's All-Americans in, in front of him in, in high school. And none of those guys really had a raise back. Like he didn't get any mentorship from them. Zero. Um, yeah. He, he was kind of on his own like that. Did you, like you, you mentioned uh, Chris and, and Josh, I know they were in the area, but any other guys like step up for you and really show you what's good uh, back when you were in high school in 2014? Sure, man. I mean, it's like that to this day. I just saw Quinn Cook in the gym this summer and it's the same thing. Like, yo, how you doing? We talk yeah. ball, we talk about this, that, you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like that that big brother mentality, because you know, it's it's all, because we compete against each other when we're home. You know, when it's home in Maryland, we play against each other, but you know, once we leave and we play somewhere else, you know, it's all, it's all love. You want the other person to do the best. So, I mean, I always had guys, I mean, uh, Jerry and Grant played the Matha. So those guys I see around, um, of course, Josh and Chris, those are kind of like my old heads, like I said, like Eric Agnes, those are kind of like the old heads that come back around and check how you doing, man. It was, it was always kind of rude for you when you left because, I mean, Maryland's a small state, to be honest, you know, so <laughs> having it, you know, it's not that much, you know, not that yeah. much to do there, really. Oladipo, guys like that, them guys show love when they came back because, you know, it's not a big state, but we had a lot of good players and a lot of good athletes to come out, so I always felt that type of love. It's still due to this day, especially as a high school. It kind of made you, like, think, like, man, these guys right here play here who are on high level now, you know, see I could be really good while I'm in high school, man. Kind of push you even more, to be honest. Nah, New York, not like that, bro. Like <laughs> they be hating New York, bro. New York is <laughs> just straight hate, bro. Straight hate. Like, oh you oh he nice. Oh he in the league is like whatever. Like he like <laughs> like fuck Mind him. I'm telling you I'm telling you it's like that. Yeah, bro, not like I, that at all, man. I see that. I see that in like a lot of different areas. Like that's why I asked that question. That's why I wanted to know, bro. Like the DMV, y'all seem close. Y'all seem like y'all like a family, a mm -hmm. tight, tight knit, like brotherhood. Mm -hmm. Cali, I think, is like that a little bit too, where guys, you know, they kind of got a good relationship with each other that hoop. Yeah. New York, New York forget about it. <laughs> you, you, you on your own. Yeah. Like you fighting your own battles. Like nobody trying to help you. I don't know how it was like before my time. I don't know how it is right now, but I know growing up for me, it was de it was definitely like that. And like we had three, like he said, three All Americans, bro. Three All Americans in front three. of the class, and like I don't, I didn't get like no mentorship from none of them really. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I I don't know. I mean, y'all might feel some type of way y'all hear this, but it's it's the truth, yo. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Yeah, in fact, that's crazy. That's New York, man. Y'all just got y'all too big of a too big of a state, too big of a city. I feel like I feel like y'all so y'all so competitive to a to a fault, baby. You know what I mean? You exactly. Know, maybe, you know, exactly. To a fault, really. Nah. Exactly. Now, speaking of mentorship, Phil, 
You, you mentioned, uh, you know, Josh Hart being a dog in high school. Obviously, he was your teammate in college. Ryan Archiakato was the point guard when you first got there. What kind of mentorship did those guys have for you when uh, when you got to Villanova? I mean, they made the transition easy for me, man. They kept it simple in just terms of what I need to know, what I need to do. I mean, you know, Archie was, I think, he's about to be he was a junior when I got there, so he was two years ahead of me. And Josh was a sophomore, one year ahead of me. Josh was my roommate on the road, too, my first year. So, I mean, Archie, man, gave me a blueprint, kind of a guard, which you need to do. Avery kind of touched on it, man. If you can, like, yo, if you can defend and rebound, you can be with the court, you're going to be fine. Because on offense, the way we play, you go going to get shots up. I mean, I was surprised how much, when I played my freshman year, how much I would see the rock or, or come my way or the, the trust I can call a ball screen and just shoot. You know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't think that would happen. But if you can just get a stop with other end, don't be soft, you know, handle your business, you're going to be on the court, you're going to be fine. It's that it's that motion offense, man. It's like mm -hmm. if, you, if you got a good IQ, a uh, mm -hmm. decent basketball IQ, like, you can find shots all the time. Like, you don't need no plays run for you. And I and I think, like, if you come to Villanova and you're not, I'm not going to say, like, you're not smart, but if yeah. you can't figure it out, like, basketball-wise, the IQ, you're going you're gonna to struggle in that motion. Yeah, it's you're going to struggle. Yeah, seeing guys who just, like, you know, not naturally don't have just the IQ of how to score or how to think, it could be tough, but it's kind of a free flow in office once you have the IQ down. You can pick your spot. It's mm -hmm. kind of like a... That was one of my easiest thing to pick up was the offense. You know, the other side was the hard part. You know, just yeah. the just college ball and just that. But offense, man, it felt like a felt like a glove for me. Yeah, the the defensive end was definitely the most the the toughest to pick up on, because it's like like you got to be there. Like if you in help, like you got to be there. There's no old coach. I, I got there a little bit late. Nah, you got to be there. Like you got to understand your rotations. Where's the next passes? Mm -hmm. Like if you don't understand all of that, you're gonna be sitting on the bench. But that's what and, makes that's what makes Villanova a good program, man. Yeah, and you had the you know you got the press of the ball crazy. You got really you know you really kind of on your eye on the one on one. You got to really hold it down. Your man, you ro rotate weak side. You got a six seven foot. Wait, you know stuff like that. Like, yeah, he was asking to do everything on the court. And if he did it, he did. It wasn't no excuse for it. It wasn't like you know he's taking out the game. So. It, He'll he'll pull you he'll pull you real quick. Uh, quick, you had that buzzer. Quick, boom. You <laughs> be in that be in that press and let that ball get the middle on your side. Oh, he looks, he gonna man. sub you right out. <laughs> middle, man. Let him get, let him do anything, but don't let that ball go middle, man. Coach, right, going yo, you gonna get yelled at if if that ball go middle. Promise you. Yeah, you have you, they don't even got to score. They don't even got to score off that. Just just let it get middle. Just let it get middle, bro. Hey, reflect a little bit on uh, like when they talk about the greatest guards at Villanova. Like, where you want your legacy to be? Like, how how do you want to be remembered? Because we gotta give you, we gotta give you your flowers, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you was that dude at at Nova. A lot of people don't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all had a y'all had a crazy squad. Y'all won national championships, but like, you was always that unsung hero putting in that quiet work all the time. And trust me, us basketball people, like we we know that and we see that. And like, I just want to give you your flowers right now and let you know that you was that dude, bro. I appreciate not, that, not, not was, but you know, you still that dude. I appreciate that, man. Nah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, even think about that, it's crazy. You know, like I said, I grew up watching y'all, Fish, Scotty, Malik Wayne's, like that was the crew. This was before I ever thought about 
So I always thought they was they was great. You know what I mean? Then the coming over and have things go the way they went. It's just crazy and the blessing, man. I was it's crazy when I come into it you leave out like what you think of when you come to college is that what actually happened when you went to college, like, you know, the the, the championships, the winning, like you can't I would never even thought about half that stuff. I would never thought of winning that championship, but that's it's insane for real. So the win two and being part of those teams and then to just have the kind of career I had, I wouldn't trade for nothing the career I had at Villanova, man. Just the just the trust I had with coach who let me play my game. Uh especially my last year when when kinda of everybody was left, kinda of me and just Eric and kinda of just let me just do my thing, man. It was it's crazy. I mean I just want to be just there as this, I don't know, they remember me as this, this fill booth that got his reliable, man. Just, I was, I was always there, you know. Mr. Reliable. Yeah, just reliable, consistent, man. Just, just there when they needed it. That's, that's all I really wanted to be, man. Cause when it came down to it in those games, you know how it goes, you just trying to win. And you just mm-hmm. trying to win, do whatever it takes to win it. If it's 20, if it's two, it don't matter, bro. Just trying to win the game. <laughs> Well, speaking of 20, Phil, that, that's what you had uh, against Carolina in 2016, the championship. I mean, just walk us through your mindset a little bit. I mean, you're playing the biggest game of your career up to that point, obviously. I mean, you had a lot of big games, but you had the biggest game of your career that that night as well. 20 points, leading scorer on both sides. You were 6 of 6 from the free throw line and 6 of 7 from the field, man. You were on fire. Crazy, man. I mean, I had a bad knee that whole year. If you see the game, I got like a knee pad on my knee. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I I thought you just had like that old man run. That's all. <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> nah, bro, my knee was. My knee was I thought that was just part year. of his swag. <laughs> nah, nah. I had a bad knee all year, kind of playing on it, and uh, the last thing on my mind was coming in, thinking I'm gonna get buckets. I was six man that year. I'll probably seven the game. I'm kind of just kind of fighting through it. So coming to the game, I was just like, man, I'm going to do whatever it takes to help us win. We're going to have a championship game. It's just like, whatever I can bring it off the bench to bring a boost, I'm going to do it. And, you know, I was kind of just playing, and the, and the game kind of found you. I remember I got my first shot. I made a three from Daniel. Threw me like a uh, – he got in the post, threw me, skipped me across the court, made three, boom. And it just, you know, the game just started to come to me a little easier and just started feeling good. By the second half, by the time the second half was going on and – I think I got a groove or whatever. Whenever I got the double digit points, that's when I just felt like, all right, you know, then it just becomes easy at that point, just kind of scoring the ball and things like that. So it was like a, like a, like a, I was just in the flow. Like the game did it. it did, I didn't even know nobody was in that gym, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? I didn't <laughs> mean, it's like nobody was in there. I was just playing ball and, you know, I was just trying to go. It was just, I had a flow. The teammates was finding me. So it was just, just the rhythm, really. Nah, yeah. that. That was the beauty of that team, man, too, because, like, Chris Jenkins got into foul trouble early, and you're like, we're like, all right, we're okay. We got Phil coming off the bench. We know he's going to do his thing. Yeah. And right away, like you said, it kind of just, the flow made it really easy for you. You hit your first shot, and then it was kind of just buttered from there. But, oh, man, like, just the, the, the entire just, like, calamity of you guys were up 10, 67, 57, a couple minutes to go. Yeah, you know, they they come back. Marcus Page just that shot. I mean, what what are, you, what are you guys just like? All right, we have to tune everything out. We're just focused on what's going on in the huddle. What was going on through your uh, through your mindset? You look on the game. We we had some mistakes. I mean, we really was messing around the last four minutes of that game. I always get Arthur but <laughs> throwing the ball. Arthur yeah. the ball. I tell you, the tips tips on the stand. If I'm the one <laughs> throwing, like it was, yeah. it was on the chef. What the, the hell, chef was diving at that? You said what? <laughs> chef when he dived at uh Page feet. 
Yeah, that, that damn for whatever reason, he was getting he the mop. <laughs> for whatever reason, he wanted to die for that. It was just, you know, I mean, I was like, uncharacteristic of us to do stuff like that, turn the ball over his free throws, but championship game, anything can happen, you know, so it was, all right. It was at that point, he made that double clutch shot. What are we going to do, bro? Like, he made that, that shot. Chefs through the door for sure, but the shot was, we stepped up and everything. You thought it looked like two people. So how did you feel? How did, how, like, how did, after he hit a shot like that in a moment like that, like, what's the team morale? Like, how, how are you feeling? You, you, you wanted a, the, the vets over there. Like, I know you got to calm everybody down after a shot like that. It, it was cool. Everybody was cool. It wasn't no yelling at chess. It wasn't no, it wasn't no time to panic at that point. You know, like, it's a tie game. We got one more stop. We knew what play we was running because we saw the clock. We knew exactly what play we was running. So it was just coming to the huddle, like it wasn't no yelling, it wasn't no yo, what you doing? Was it none of that? It was <laughs> all right. It was just all right, coach tried to play up. We knew we was running, like if we score, we score. If we don't, we go in overtime. You know, that was kind of just the mindset. See, that's that now that's 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 just a good team. And then like we talk about all these scrimmages that's going on now. I don't know if you be on Twitter or not, but feel like the people going crazy over scrimmage results. Oh, this kid had 40 or this team lost in the scrimmage. But like when we used to scrimmage, we used to do situations. And like mm -hmm. North Carolina, what Phil's talking about right now is a situation. Yep. A little bit of time left on the clock. 4.7. 1.7, whatever. 4.7. 4. 4. My bad. 4.7. Page gets that shot. Like, what do we do next? Like, not panic, but know what we got to do next in order yeah. to, like, win this game or, like, going to OT or whatever. Like, most teams would just panic, give up, morale be gone. But that team is like, all right, cool. We know the situation. We know what we got to do. Let's go down and execute. Boom. Yeah, no panic at all, bro. It was, yeah. Coach wasn't tripping off yelling it. I mean, he dove, but, like, you know, he died to make a play. Two guys stepped up. It wasn't like yeah. a yell at somebody type play. It was just like, all right, he made a tough shot, man. It's, we got to do the next play, man. What are we going to do here? Now, I know I know. Chef wanted to win. Uh, I just be giving him uh, giving him mess when I see – every time I see that play, I see him dive. Everybody do. The whole, <laughs> yo, after the game, I remember Chris was the first person to say it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is the first person to go, man, why did you die for that ball? <laughs> Yeah. Yo, you ain't all the way. Everybody on the team, bro, always brings up, like, what the hell is he taking down for the ball right there? Bro, bro that was hilarious. <laughs> but honestly, the, the best part in the moment, though, was he grabbed the mop from the kid and he was just <laughs> up and spent himself. And that, I remember everyone, like, was like, like, we, as fans, we were panicking. I know you guys were real cool, like, the other side of the pillow, but we were panicking and then we saw a chef grab the mop. And everyone was laughing. It was like, all right, the tent, it broke the tents in a little bit. And I feel like that he, got he was doing that because he knew the play. He knew he had to be in, they were sad. Archie was going to be in that area. So he knew like, yeah. I, I can't afford this. Yeah. He's right here. I don't, don't want to slip again. Right. Oh. You know, like, he's like, yo, I'll do this myself. Cause like, he can't slip right here. The game's over. You know what I mean? So smart. it was smart by him. I never pitched this to in the game, but while I watched the game back, I was like, damn, dang, that was smart by doing that. After the yeah. dumb dive, <laughs> you made up for it with the mop. Yeah, yeah, was so. That's funny, oh, man. Yeah, well, we 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 talk all the time. Coach Wright always has you guys in the right mindset in terms of you know no time to panic, making sure everyone's still dialed in and just move on to the next player. Right, short memory, you're just gonna move on. But was there you were you were there for a long time, Phil? You were with Coach for a long time. Was there any 
any moments where Coach Wright was really fired up and he got you guys either got in your face or made you guys laugh in a way? It was a halftime of the game. What do you what do you got for us? He definitely ain't never make us laugh on no game. I, was, I ain't never <laughs> <laughs> okay. I ain't heard so one joke when we ever played a game. So <laughs> Coach Wright, you know how we, he's he's doing. I mean, he's a uh, Coach Wright is, is the man in a go way. I think one of the things I know about Coach Wright was um he pushes certain players to do things that they don't think they can do. And he know like certain guys, you know, he doesn't want certain guys to fit into a certain mold. So I think that's why you see guys come out of Nova so well-rounded. Like JB or Mikel, for instance, you see how they play. Like they kind of don't really have any gaps in their game. I really credit that the coach Wright just coming pushing people. So he was always, you know, demanding coach. And he knew the level that we needed to play at and the standard that we needed to have. So um, when it was time to be fired up, it was fired up. I mean, in a game like that, championship game, like, you know, he ain't no yelling or firing us up. We already, you know, there's no lack of effort there. Everything we're right. is, you know what I mean? He can't hype us up for that, you know? So, but I mean, yeah, coach felt like we was lacking. He, he already know, man, he'll get after you. Time <laughs> out, man. 30 second time out, he can get, he can, he can, he can get going. Yeah, don't, don't cover the uh, middle in the press. He gonna, <laughs> he gonna get at you in that timeout. Well, don't dive or lose ball. Anything, any little thing that's really yeah. could really could get him going, man. Any little thing. Nah, he definitely was demanding though. Definitely, like mm -hmm. especially like in practice. If if we ain't get something right, we are gonna do it until until we get it right. Like it don't matter how long it take. Mm -hmm. It don't matter. Like he's pays attention to the details. That's really what it is. What what what's what I like about Coach Wright. Like he, sure. I, I never played with a coach that like focus on the details so much, like sure. just, just the little stuff that, mm -hmm. that makes you, that makes you so much of a better player. And I, I, I've yet to be coached by, by somebody like coach, Wright. Me too. Me too. And, and I, I don't know. I, I doubt that I ever will be that not to mm -hmm. say that I'm going to play again, but like, <laughs> I, I just <laughs> coach, Wright Is just, just different breed. I remember I went to Europe. I remember my first year in Europe, I'm playing in Rome and somebody drives, ball side and I don't help coach is like I don't help and like, <laughs> I'm like bro the, it's it's ball side I'm like I'm yeah. not leaving my man I'm like and he a shooter too yeah. hey Alan listen escuche me like this isn't help, going over help he's like help I'm like yo bro I'm just not I'm I'm just not wired that way like I right. lost I lost a, I lost in the big east because of that I helped off Mike Gansey and he hit a three in my face and he, yeah. dude, he was done out the tournament. So yeah. no, I'm not helping somewhere. I'm not helping. Yeah. Nah, for real, man. His details are making it great. Like you said, I ain't gonna never play nobody like that. Yeah. In terms of details, you mean I mean I'm talking about like where to take the ball out of bounds that, you know, just anything's minor. So like A Ray said, practice, man, is when he really just really, really drilled that in. So when game time came, a lot of it was a habit. Practice was when he really would overdo the details on you even so much you like yo damn man he's tripping but it was like everything he did was for a reason it was definitely times i'm in it like man he tripping right now but coach man everything he had was a purpose nothing he did was dumb or nothing he did was just for his fun everything he did correlated to the game uh phil we had uh colin gillespie on uh the show a couple months back and he was talking about a game it was your your senior year Right after you guys lost to a brutal game to Penn, you go to Kansas. You guys were winning like the whole game, and Kansas, I think, was ranked in the top five. 
You had mm-hmm. 29 points. It was just a, it was a devastating loss. It, it felt like a game that we should have won. Obviously, that didn't end up happening, but I remember Colin was telling us that you were so pissed off after the game. You were throwing stuff around the locker room. You you, you were mm-hmm. like, oh my God, this is, this is like, this is my last go around, man. Like, we had to get that win. Like, can, right. you take us, can you take us back to that, to that, what was going through your mind and how you felt? Because I mean, you had a hell of a game and you, you really, you guys should have beaten Kansas again. It was, that was the buildup, man. We was, uh, that was me and Eric's last year. We had a super young team. Yeah. That was the year when we lost. So that means everybody went to the league. Jamie, mm-hmm. Dante, oh, and Mikel. Yeah. So we had Collins stepping up to play. He's starting now after playing 10 to 12 minutes a game last season. Jermaine has to start. He didn't play at all last year because he broke his hand the year before. Right. Dada, Rousey has to play now. He was playing 10 to 12 minutes back in Oklahoma, so he has to be a starter guy. Then we had his deep base first year. He's a freshman, so he's picking it up. So we had a lot going on, you know, and then we had me here there with kind of vets that kind of knew everything. So it was kind of just a whole time of just trying to bring everybody along on the same page. So we lost a couple of games up into that that we probably should have won. And the Kansas game is one where just we just missed stuff because little details and stuff we had. We just oh, didn't have it cleaned up enough, right. and they caught it to the game. But, I mean, he's number one team in the country. They undefeated, I think, at the point. Yeah. It's that Kansas that we up. You know what I mean? Once you get that, you got to just finish the game. And we and we hooping, we rolling, and just some little things cost us the game, and I just lost. It was just a little build up. <laughs> I lost. I think we went. We ended up doing. We won a pretty good run after that because we started Big East strong, so it got us going, man. But you know, it was just on the road, take a win, Kansas on the road, man. Especially at a time we needed that could have been a big morale boost for us as a team just to get that win. But you know, it happens. Yeah, you guys won eleven in a row after that, and yeah, I mean that. that that Big East tournament, that run, you were you were MVP of the Big East tournament. You got you and Eric were absolutely electric that entire run. And no, nah, I mean that that was that was a a very underrated season in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we don't know fans are all they're very spoiled, right? Everyone likes to talk about oh, yeah. we're not in the final four, you know, final four bus. But right. that that season was so much fun. I was at school obviously at the time and Man, you guys, you guys had a couple great games, and the Big East tournament though that 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 you guys were like, you know what, we're, we're gonna prove to everybody that we still run this. This big, the Big yeah. East is ours, and that's exactly what you guys did, man. So that was so fun, so fun. Yeah, one. It was full, man. The year before we won a chip, we had one of the best offensive teams ever. So you know, coming back after that, it's tough to follow that up. So, yeah, y'all yeah, wasn't playing fair. <laughs> yeah, that team was crazy, man. That team was nuts. Wasn't playing fair at all. <laughs> What's your uh, favorite team? Sixteen or eighteen? I always tell them all the time. I played both, so I I, I made this case. I told twenty sixteen, twenty eighteen. Man, I'm a twenty eighteen team was probably my favorite. I'm biased too. I, I mean, I was I was on both, but I was a captain on eighteen. You know, I I felt a lot more like you know involved in that team more. Sixteen, I was younger guys so uh, coming off the bench, but. 18, man, it was just like a force, you know? Like, we had a, you know, 16 was kind of more of a... Bro, you went in in 2016 National Championship game. It's quite what you guys did, but that's, yeah. I can't say it's my favorite team, though. I can't say it's my favorite team. No, no, but you said that, like, you had, like, more opportunity to play. Like, 2018, like, you felt like you were really <laughs> a part of the team. Bro, you just went in in the National Championship game. You're right. You're right. You're right. It was, it was equal out of a but... <laughs> Nah, 
they're older. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the ATT just was like a in terms of man, we was beating dudes by like thirty and forty, like it was nothing. Like we were just white when he was off the court. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were going stretches. I remember we played Alabama uh, in the second round to go to Sweet Sixteen. It's like a close game at half. Blah blah blah. Coach comes in the locker room, starts bashing on Mikel. You know that. I don't even remember Kel playing bad. I don't even know what he really did, but he kind of was an Adam. Oh, because the coach had him. Kel was like, all right. He was kind of mad about it. We played a college section. The Alabama got a good yeah. team that year. Yep. Kel goes on a crazy run. This thing. I think he had like 19 points. We ended up just dogging him about 40. Yeah. We only had we only had one. Texas Tech was a tight game, but we was kind of controlling, missed some shots. Right. West Virginia was the, the toughest Alabama. game of the hour. By far. They was they was it was a different level. You know how they played. They full court. They was they had the dogs. Man, they had everything. Yeah. Juwan Carter, yeah, Juwan Carter. Can I did play the year that year? Now yeah. just played the year. They were crazy. So that was the type of number twenty eighteen. Man, it was just wiping these off the floor. It wasn't even like over by halftime type thing. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Uh, Coach Wright is definitely like that. Coach Wright will ream you out halftime, go crazy on you, right? Then you come back, right? You you respond well. You come back. He comes back to you. He's like. Good game, kid. He's like, I love, I love you, kiddo. I love you, kid. Like, but, but do you understand what I was trying to tell you? Like, do you see? Did you see? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good He'll job. Come back to the, in the call manner. Like, did you see what I was trying to say? I'm like, you bad on me, dog. Yeah, you just talk about my whole family, bro. Now you're over here talking about. Good job. I love you, kiddo. <laughs> bro. Spazzed on Mikel. I, bro, I don't remember doing anything wrong. He was spazzing on him at halftime of that game. Crazy. Class and coach right. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, my God. All right. So, I mean, you, you talk about, like, Alabama, West Virginia, Texas Tech, like some, some teams that you played in March that, you know, obviously not from the Big East. But that earlier that year, you guys played Gonzaga. That's the only time Nova's played Gonzaga. And you guys smacked them around at MSG for the Jimmy V Classic. You had 20 points in the game. Can you can you tell us a little bit? Because we got the non-conference coming up in, in just a few days now. We got American and Penn, and we're going to play teams like UCLA, Kansas State, Texas Tech uh-huh. again. So it's going to be big for this team. Can you can you tell us a little bit about how the non-conference games are different from the Big East, but how important they actually really are? Man, those are the toughest tests. You've, those are the games you were more like, because you don't know what your team is yet at that point. You know, we play somebody later on the season tournament, you know who you are. How you play it? We played Gonzaga early. I mean, of course, that was our toughest test before Big East play. So that's probably what about five, six games into the season. You know, they're a top team, so you know you really gotta you don't know what type of team you are. You're kind of a big determining factor, and we took it to them. Uh, I think JB was a heavy foul trouble that game, and Dante was. So I really had the ball a lot that game. That's of course why I had twenty probably, and then um, Mikel had twenty on the side. I think Mikel had twenty or thirty. That was kind of his coming out party. Yeah. So that game was just that game was just huge, man. It was just a it was just a like a a good turning point for us. And now for these young guys coming up, I'm glad Nep, Nep got them playing um some good uh, conference team like UCLA. Got they got them playing some good tough competition for the Big East. Because uh, that would get you ready. But once that Big East starts, though, it's all different animal. They got a whole different scout. It's a way different game. You know, it's it's less free-flowing. You know, when you play teams from the conference, it's not as tough and physical as when you play the Big East ball. So nothing compares to it, but the competition level is definitely a help. 
Yeah, I, I love I love what you said earlier too. You're like, don't be soft. That, that's what you got to do. You got to be. I have the IQ, but you can't be soft when you're playing those. Soft. 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 Not, soft. Not, not in the Big East. Hell no. No sir. <laughs> Hell no. For real. But hey, everybody, uh, everybody, everybody played it when it was the the real real Big East. You know, you had the the yeah. Pitt, the Q's, the Louisville, like yeah. no joke. You know, we so, kinda, so we everybody always say that. Them, uh, yeah. Or everybody always say that like the old Big East is, you know, the the true Big East, and you know what I'm saying. But I look at it like I'm not a I'm not an old head that be hating. You know what I'm saying. I, I look right. at it like now the Big East is the Big East is doing well. The Big East is thriving. You know what I'm saying. So it's just as good as it was it was back then. Yeah, we just had different teams. Like I just like Georgetown was good back then. Like they're not yeah. good. They're not good this shit. I mean, that's now true. that's true. So it's like it's just like little little things like that. That's that's different. But uh, I, I respect the Big East now when you play, and and I respect it back there when I played. Like every that's, ever has its players. Like they, that's just how it is. It's funny you say that though because you know I played the new one, but I'm quick to say the old Big East was better than ours. So like yeah. you know what I mean? I have, I got no problems that I like man because I used to watch that growing up. Those yeah. Every night, and it was. I think y'all had more teams too. So yeah. did y'all even play everybody twice automatically or no? Nah, like Syracuse. I, I probably played Syracuse, bro, my whole career, twice. Really? Yeah, I didn't even play them my freshman year when Melo was there. We played them my my sophomore year, and I think my senior year. That was the only time I played the Cuse. I had too many teams. Like Rutgers yeah. is all in there. Yeah, Rutgers yeah. is still there. Freaking Quincy again. Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame was the mix. It was like 16 teams. It was like, it was like, it was loaded. Yeah. And, yeah, and that, yeah. they all left because of football. You know what I mean? Yeah. They all went to the yeah. SEC because of football. And it was, I like what yeah. the Big East has now, though. Is, is UConn, UConn about to leave again, isn't it? They was talking uh, about it. Yeah. Yeah. They were talking about it, but I don't think so. I don't think they're going to go to Big 12. So much moving, man. That football wanted to get everybody moving around. Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. They, they talk uh, about Gonzaga. Joining that's the Big be, East, it's gonna be a far trip. It is, it is. But one, I, I would want to take. I would, I would want to take that trip. Instead of Gonzaga, the Woody here, Washington, right? Yeah, they, yeah. they all the way over there. They fit the, they fit the mold. I think you know, kind of a basketball school, the way they play, they fit the mold. I, they kind of remind me out when Creighton joined. It kind of just right, sense. you know. Right, so, uh, it would be smooth. It'd be good comp, and they needed. They don't want to play that little weak conference with Pepperdine and everything. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. San Francisco and all that, man. You can't be yeah. Playing, exactly. Yeah. The um, I want to ask you, uh, like for all the young guys that's out there, like young kids, like recruits, like how 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 to be a pro, like how and and you could be one in college, but like if you're trying to do things and like you really want to take advantage of the game. Like how how should you go about it? You know, like I want to hear hear from you. Like, work out, eating right. You know, like taking care of your body. Like how how do you be a pro? How do you have a long career? Because with all this social media nowadays, bro, it's just I feel like it's just be pumping out the wrong message sometimes yeah. of yeah. like what it takes to like really be a basketball player. So I just want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's more about kind of like the little things. You know, kind of with the good things I do in my game, and kind of making them great, and then just 
taking a little piece of the other parts of my game where I can get a little bit better at. You know what I mean? And kind of figuring out, like, especially my role on this team, it's more be more of a score. So I'm definitely always looking at different ways to score and finding ways and how to how to like amplify what I do well and just take it to another level. You know what I mean? And know how defenses play me. Taking care of your body is one. Being available is the biggest thing out here, especially you know being able to play, just being healthy, is huge. So uh, just taking care of all the little small things for me, man, and, and kind of don't forget the basics neither. You know, like you know, don't don't ever stop working on your handle. Don't ever stop working on a full shoot. Like all that stuff still matter, bro. That's something that's something they teach you when you five and you stop doing it. Like you know what I mean? Like that stuff. That stuff translates to still is important. So and I think just uh, keep being, I mean, I don't know if kids are, but keep being a student in the game. I don't know how these kids are now. If they really watch even watch games or watch film, a lot of these kids don't even watch the basketball game on the TV. Whatever yeah, come like, up on, on the gram. If it, if a highlight <laughs> come up on the gram, yeah. that's that's what they watching. They watch highlights. They don't watch yeah. games. They watch highlights. You know what I mean? So watch real games, man. Like really sit there and watch the game. Like see the, see the ups and downs, see the mistakes people make, see the actual. Not just when everything looks good, but really see how dudes play, man, because there's a lot going on in the basketball game, especially nowadays. The game is changing. So you got to be really just study the game and, and just find ways to see yourself implemented well, you know, just really just always trying to find ways to get better. Yeah, you hear that, youngins? Off the court, <laughs> take care of yourself off the court, on the court, continue to get better. Like let's not be out here. You have one good game, and not and let's let's not not go work out for three weeks straight because you feeling right. yourself. Stay in right. the gym, continue to get better. Because trust me, not everybody is doing that, and like that's how you're gonna set separate yourself from the other players. Yeah. You hear Phil Booth saying it. Great player, professional player, two national championships. Like it is what it is. You can't cheat the process. Mm -hmm. For sure, definitely can't. Definitely cannot. I send the right message to these kids, man. That's uh, that's what that's what counts because you already mentioned it. Social media just talking about mixtapes, dunks, highlights. You know, yeah. that, that's not the uh, the pure game of basketball uh, the way that it's meant to be taught. You went uh, to that, man. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I feel like Bill Nova, Coach Wright, Coach Neptune, they're doing a good job at uh, kind of making sure that everybody is focused on the fun fundamentals when they when they need to be. So, uh, Bill. Yeah. Bill, just a couple, a couple last questions for you, man. This is from uh, your friend Tucker Gavey. Uh, he wanted to ask okay. it. If, okay. if, could you, could you have dropped fifty if you wanted? In what? Is this the regular game? Yeah. I hope I would. If I had them shots up, I hope I could get fifty, man. I ain't never took them shots to get fifty points. No, I could ask something like that. And that's what I'm saying. That's Tucker for you, man. So I just had to get that in for him. So but, hold yeah. on. He talk about in Europe. Or is he talking about like Nova in general? Yeah, or you say where? Yeah, I, he 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 met when you were at Nova. Could you have gotten fifty if you really wanted to? That's that's what you wanted. I say it would be easier at Nova than it would yeah. in Europe. I left oh, <laughs> European basketball is hard as hell. People don't understand this, bro. Yeah, what? Get a forty. You get you start get, you start get close to twenty. They'll just start trapping you and denying. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna say it's hard, pause, but. It's like it's it, it's definitely different. Like you you on the court with a bunch of grown men, big seven foot guys, yeah. and they could sit in the lane mm -hmm. and like clog up the lane. Like it's like Europe, you got to be on your p's and q's. Like it's when you trying to score and 
like mm-hmm. facilitating all that, it's 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 a lot different. Europe can manipulate you and like make you like if they really want to, they can really make you just get rid of the ball. Like every single time. Yeah. They can just find ways to where they can put two on the ball when you gotta pass it. The way they can sit in the pay, it just plays certain angles. It's like it's different. It's just not that much space. So yeah, and they can really control. Like yeah, we don't want him to score no more. Like let's just do this now. Like, all right, damn, I gotta pass. I gotta get off the pill. You know what I mean? Like all right. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you see guys getting off in Europe like that. Like these guys are good because yeah. it's it's not it's it's a lot it's a lot harder in Europe to to play. Like they style of play and how they play is different mm-hmm. compared to America. So. You doing your thing out in Europe? I salute you. Yeah, thank I, I you. Man. Appreciate it, man. You know how the scoring is out here. You got really think. You really got to know the, how the game is played to score out here. For yeah, really know what you're doing. and you got that pressure too, cause yeah, you know they're saying they're saying you home. Like hold on, mm-hmm. hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. He not averaging twenty. <laughs> I got to start looking at other players. Uh huh. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I already know how it is. Mm-hmm. I already know how it is. But we ain't gonna bad. We ain't gonna bad mouth nobody right now. <laughs> we leave that alone. Phil, I did have to ask you. Uh, so you got some. You're wearing like the red and blue uniforms, white for Strasburg. What was your favorite uniform in college? That we wore in Nova. Yeah. You guys had some good ones, man. I got that my last year when we had them throwback the blue joints with the baby blue stripe on. I think on the roof. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's what it was. I think it was like a 1985, like, classes or something. It had the yeah. yellow outline in? Nah, that was, that, that was two years it was, later. It was before that, yeah. It was just, it was just and like. Athens got all the good unis, man. After we went to tip, they got all the hot stuff after we left. Like, Bro, you saw our stuff? Holland. Yes. They got, like, the, the black. They got the light blue. Bro, oh, no, nah, that navy. That navy blue with the, the white and yellow trimming. I love those. Those is tough. That was that was TV lit. That was uh that was after I left. That was the Deke and then Colin had that one. That was hot. We didn't get the to get that one. We had the blue with the baby blue on it. And we don't wear those grays. anymore though. The grays. Yeah. The grays. I love them grays. The yeah, grays. the grays too, yeah. I like the green. Well the hot stuff came later on, man. Bro, we had two uniforms. That's it. Two. <laughs> white and blue. White and blue. That's it. <laughs> And you could take, you could take the, the Nike sign off. off. You could take, you could rip it off. <laughs> put it with back. The, you could put it on the other side if you wanted to. We had the, the old school with the big baggy shorts on too, man. Bro, our uniforms were so big. Somebody on Twitter brought it to my attention about Mike Nardi uniform, bro. I looked yeah. at a picture of Mike Mike Nardi uniform. It used to be big as hell. <laughs> he used to, yo, it, it used to be like it looked like he was wearing a three X. Yeah, Mike, our clothes was big as hell back then. Not gonna lie. Why I don't know. That was that was a style. Everybody was wearing it like that. I have no reason why though. Like, what was the benefit of it? <laughs> like, what's the right. benefit of? Right. You guys were mad comfortable. Was we was <laughs> we definitely was. I said the American flags on there too. Did you have that, A Ray? Yeah, I think one of the unis we did. That's pretty sweet, man. We did. Yeah, first tough. Yeah. At least you had that. But uh, but no, I, I just had to get get that one in because everybody's like. They either love like the new the new uniforms with like the dark navy that almost looks like it's black with the light blue, the light blue with the navy because we don't wear the the ones that you guys won in twenty eighteen like the the those those were so clean the whites especially for sure great too we don't wear them anymore and like it, it, I don't know, it sucks man because it was a 
it was a nice throwback vintage look. But I think once we won the chip in them, they was like, yeah, we're not bringing them back out. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna vault these ones. We're gonna vault them, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. I remember when we started winning them. They kept asking us what we want to keep wearing with the white. And dudes was like, man, just keep these whites. This white one on. We was kind of liking that right. unity. That, that unity wore, I think, like from the Big East tournament on. Mm -hmm. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Last thing I got for you, Phil. Just wanted to know, like, were you looking forward this year to Villanova and uh, their their season? You know, rough one last year. Definitely did some, made some moves in the portal. Sure. We hit, we hit the recruiting trail. We won't see those guys till next year. But yeah. like, we, we you looking for this year from Nova? You know, as a, as a alumni. You know, not, not like fan. You know, we, we alumni. Like, what, yeah. what do you, we expected from the team? I mean, um, I was there this summer and I played with a man, so they, they crazy talented, no question. I mean, they got talent to the roof. Those transfers are, are looking real good. I mean, as alumni, man, I just want to see him that, to get that, to get like that, that, that spark back, you know, like that, that Nova spark to him. I think it's going to take some time for him to get just to see it, but you know how it was when, when you played and you, you got the Nova on your chest, you know, especially now they're really gunning for the kids. They don't really know something from new, so you might not know how it is when you're in the Big East of the Open, man, but, you know, teams want to beat you bad, you know, so kind of get that, get that, get that, that dog, that spark mentality back. Get some, get some role wins, you know, get them tough, ugly wins, you know, stuff like that. That's kind of looking for them to see them tough, them tough, nasty wins, for real. Yeah, I want to see them relax, man. Like, they be, like, last year they looked all uptight when they was on the court. Like, just yeah. just be relaxed, like you said. Get that that dog, that that swag back. Yeah, yeah, they need that back, yeah. yeah. Like, we know we're going to get everybody's toughest game every night, but mm -hmm. at the same time, we know we them boys too. Yeah, you know what I mean? You got you to gotta, you gotta know what's, what's looking forward to you and know how to carry it. I remember yeah. that from our teams. It was 2018. We was number one shoot majority of the season. Yeah. We used to love the road, man. We used to go on the road. It was like, oh, young man, man, that used to have us on 10. Yeah, me too, bro. Always play well. Always play well on the road, bro. Two things I love. Playing on the road. And hitting my first shot in a big game. <laughs> Silence the crowd. Silence the crowd. Yo, you you play in a big game uh -huh. and you hit your first shot. Oh uh -huh. man. Oh, it's, it's gonna be it's, a good day. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, a, good day. It's be a great day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's how I go, man. Love the road, bro. The road. Yeah. Oh, man. We had the first test uh going over Maryland. Uh, that'll be November 17th. So I, I, that's going to be the first real test. We could play American Lemaynez, as uh, A-Ray likes to call him. And then, man. Is that, is that at Maryland? Uh, you know, it's at, it's at the Pavilion, so it's on campus. Oh, I always wish we had a game at Maryland when I was there. I know. Yeah, you go home. Oh, man. Old oh, man. Would have been there. That would have been, been fun, man. Yo, I used to love Maryland coming out. I ain't going to lie. Those colors. Yeah. Steve Francis. On it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They got you. Blake was over there too. That was no school. I, I, I love Maryland coming out. Maryland, obviously, my sophomore year, but when I was coming out, Turgeon just got there and they had like 10 guards there. I couldn't go. Yeah. yeah. Right. Was, uh, did they still have that Bob Gibbons tournament in Maryland when you was coming up? Towards the, like, it stopped probably towards the end of high school, but it was around for a while. Yeah, that's that's how old I am, bro. We used to play Bob Gibbons. <laughs> we used to play Bob Gibbons in Maryland University. I used to love it. I used to Bob Gibbons was at Maryland. 
Uh-huh. It, there was one at, in North Carolina, and I think they had one in at Villanova too. I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, I used to. Ooh, I used to love playing in Maryland. We played um, DC Assault there too. They had one point guard, bro. He had the braids. He was short. I can't remember his name, <laughs> but yo, he was pressuring me. 94 by 50. <laughs> I'm talking about had me so uncomfortable, bro. I, I, I was passing the ball like, yo, somebody else bring the ball up court. Like, he ripped me like twice. Like, had me uncomfortable. I never forget that. DC Assault. We played them in and Bob Gibbons and Maryland. Yeah, good tape. James did. White was on that team, too. Okay. Yeah, bounce. Yeah. 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 Ah, man. Well, Phil, we really appreciate you taking some time to, to hop on the podcast with me and A Ray. It was a lot of fun, man. And Best of luck the rest of the season. We'll hope to catch up with you again soon. Thanks, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. Good luck yes, going sir. forward the rest of the season, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thanks, Phil. Yeah. We really no appreciate doubt, it, man. man. No doubt. Yeah, Phil. Good luck tomorrow, man. Kick some ass. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, man. See y'all. All right. All right, man. Appreciate right. you. Phil Booth, everyone. Hey, Ray, that was a ton of fun catching up with uh, DMV's finest, Maryland's finest, and Phil Booth. A lot of great memories. You guys connected, obviously, playing in, in Europe. Hey, that was, that was great, man. I'm excited to have him on again in the future because he, he knows ball, obviously. Now, it was great having Phil on there today. Um, and he's Mr. Reliable. All right, that's, that's right. Because we we asked him, you know, how, how does he want to be remembered, like his yeah. legacy at Villanova. And he said reliable. He wanted to be remembered as one of those players that, that was reliable. And that's not a bad thing to be remembered by, you know, somebody that's <laughs> that's very reliable. And he was, you know, just one of the great players from Villanova. Um, yeah. His is his jersey been retired? Not yet, I don't think. Uh, yeah, we're getting Mikel this year. Yeah. Uh, but no, on the seventeen team too. Yeah, that's a big night, man. It's yeah, a big it night. Is. Uh, yeah, if you're not going to be at the game, you better be at uh, Shapers in, in New York City with me and A-Ray watching the, the Wildcats and the Terrapins, man. It should be fun. Yeah. But A-Ray, you you hit the nail on the head, man. I wanted to get into that a little bit. Uh, it was just how humble Phil was talking about his legacy and, and, and you know, his, his place amongst, I think, the greats. Because if you look at his career accomplishments, it's not like, oh, he was just there at the right time. Like, no, like, we don't win that national championship game without Phil Booth. For sure, 2016. We don't. It just doesn't happen. He hit tough bucket after tough bucket. The 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 one right before halftime, we had a block. It was a it was a four point swing. It, w- it would have been 41 32. Instead, it was 39 34. Carolina was up five rather than nine at halftime of that 2016 game because Phil hit a ridiculous turnaround jump shot from the free throw line. To, 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 to literally give us momentum heading into to halftime, so we don't win that game without him. He was he, he's a humble guy. Was it was not you know? I'm glad you gave him his flowers though. That, that, that was cool. I could tell he appreciated that getting uh getting that love and support from you. But man, like just what a career! What a great guy! Great you know just great mindset. And I'm glad that he's he's doing really well for himself. With Strasburg, because man, you check the box score every night. He's got 15, he's got 20, he's got 25 points. So, just an absolute pleasure to have our guy, boom, on the program. Yeah, he uh, he did a great job today, and he's in a great spot in in France and Strasburg. And uh, we brought that up too, just in case people don't don't know that 
Like yeah. that's a German name, Strasbourg, but it's in France. It's a lot, and like he said, a bunch of the the area around is like that. They got German names, but he's in a good spot. He's comfortable. Uh, when you see guys playing well like that in Europe, like they're comfortable. Trust me, it takes it takes a little bit to get comfortable over there. But you know, like you said, Phil's a great player, and we touched on the basketball IQ that you pick up at Villanova, and it just translates all over the world to to any style of basketball. So I'm not surprised that he's doing good, and I know that he'll continue to do good, Mister Reliable. Yeah, I loved, uh, love that Mr. Reliable. But I, I love also how he was talking about how he wound up at Nova, right? Like Indiana, he really wanted to play there. But just like either it was crowded backcourts or he didn't love the style of offense. He was talking about UVA a little bit, which I find hilarious because all those guys do score 50, yeah. 60 points a game year in and year out. But hey, great program. They won a championship of their own back in 2019. But, but I mean, I mean, just hilarious that that Phil was able to walk us through that uh, that process that he had as a high school kid, and man, oh boy, are we glad that, that he had wound up as a Villanova Wildcat because a lot of great memories watching him play. Uh, I, I obviously, you know, was there when he was there for a lot of those years. We had some great overlap, and we have some some mutual friends. Uh, shout out to our guys uh, Tucker Gavey, Noah Palo, those guys, Phil Perino. It's a lot of fun connecting with the team through them and and Phil uh, did not disappoint today A Ray he brought the heat we were we had some great laughs uh, a lot of fun <laughs> I could tell he was still fired up because remember you remember talking with Colin about that that Kansas game right about yeah Jay was spazzing everybody because Phil was going crazy flipping chairs and everything after he dropped 29 and a loss oh man this should have had that one but that it was it was hilarious to, to see he still got that passion man we uh we got to get some more stories about that Kansas game. Cause I know, I know. That Kansas game keeps coming up every time we talk to somebody. So we got we got to get down to the to the nitty gritty of that Kansas <laughs> game. Somebody who was actually like paying attention and knew what the hell was going on, like everything from all angles. I got to hear that story because right. I already know how Coach Wright is, so I could I could imagine. And how about too? Uh, at uh, halftime that Alabama game. Coach Wright going at Mikel, and Mikel comes out and balls out in the second half. We end up winning that game 83-58. He was right. It was a close game. At halftime, Colin Sexton led Alabama team. They were a solid eight seed, and we gave him the business in the second half. So yeah, uh, just 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 great to talk about some of those memories, and I'm glad we got his two cents on the, on the, the guys this season. Um, real looking forward to, to what we're going to be able to do in the non-conference. And, hey, Ray, you know, we're going to be all over it, man. We'll be covering every game. Uh, whether it's pregame, postgame, during the game, we're going to be giving you guys a lot of a lot of intel, a lot of coverage about what's going on on the court, off the court, and, and what really a ray the a ray vision that you're going to be able to give us, man. Season is right around the corner. Monday, I can't wait. Like we've been waiting a long time. We finally getting back into the swing of things. I would start singing right now my song, but I'm not going to embarrass myself. <laughs> On, but we, man. but we ready, we ready, we ready. Uh huh, uh huh. We ready. Yep. So Monday is going down, but like you said, man, we got a lot, a lot to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, happy to get the season going. Happy to see these guys on the court playing because I already know how the off season be. Mm-hmm. 
just get real antsy and just want to go play against somebody. So I'm I'm excited. Monday I will be tuned in. Is the game going to be on TV? That's the question. This is American University. Is the game going to be on TV? We have to find. We have to figure something out, man. And we have to figure something out. FS2, CBS <laughs> Sports Network. Something. ESPN 8, the Ocho. The Ocho. Somebody got to be showing this game. Got to be showing this game on Monday. Something's got to give, right? So we'll figure it out. We'll make it happen. We'll make sure we tune in. And, uh, you know, plenty more coverage, plenty more great interviews with whether it be former players, media guys, just people pull close to the program. It's going to be funny, right? Phil was awesome. So shout out to, to him. He was great. So much fun catching up with him. And I'm looking forward to, to getting back into it soon with him and, and Colin and Jermaine, best of luck to those guys. I mean, it's going to be fun, man. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some some other guys on, on soon as well. We have some things in the works. This is what we do here, Rain in Threes. We bring you guys the best content we possibly can when it comes to Villanova, when it comes to the Big East. And I think uh, I think we, we're doing a good job of doing that right now. And it's just going to continue to get better, my friend. Yes, sir. Rain in Threes on Twitter. That's Rain in, R-A-Y-N-I-N. That's right. All right, don't forget that. Then you got A Ray for three at Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. Twix. Yeah, I like that Twix. Twix. <laughs> um, OC, what's your handle? MJOC underscore IV. That'll be me on Twix on Instagram, MJOC44. We got A dot Ray. I'm. <laughs> On Instagram for A Ray. So uh, just tune in, follow us, like, support us. You're gonna get you're gonna get some some great content from us, no doubt. And I think if you if you missed us, you're just picking it up now. I, we get it right. Basketball season, at least our NBA just started. College is, is is starting up this week. I mean, catch up a little bit, right? You can you can take a look back at the archives. Tune in some things. We had Bill Raftery on, Seth Greenberg, Steve Lapis, a couple former players with Jermaine and Colin just had Phil on. So we're going we're gonna to continue to fire these guys up and, and, and get them on here and just chop it up with them because it's been so much fun. A-Ray, we're, we're, I really just want to applaud you, man. You're doing a heck of a job. I know this this wasn't your thing, but here you are now. You're you're a pro. Talk about a pro's pro, A-Ray. You know what's good, man. You, I'm serious. It's just the chemistry – Everybody is just, uh, is, I think they, they feel comfortable right away hopping on here with you, man. So a lot of fun and looking forward to continuing to do some great work with you. Appreciate you, OC. And uh, you and Nick, you know, I always tell you guys all the time, I appreciate you guys and uh, everything that you guys do for me. And I I am getting a little bit more comfortable. And yeah. It's, it, it feels good, really does. And I do like when we interview people, it's kind of, it's kind of funny because I'm going into interview, you know, like kind of nervous a little bit. But then, like, as <laughs> soon as I see them on screen, it's like, oh, what's up, A-Ray? I'm like, all right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I forget, like, okay, they they know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they know who you are. Yeah, Phil was like, oh, there he is. So, nah, man, that was great. It was a lot of fun, man. It's hard, it's hard being an old head. Trust me. People forget about <laughs> I- you. Yo, uh, you referred yourself as an old head, too, during the interview. I was cracking up, man. I was like, yo, I can't believe that. But I thought Phil was going to be like, oh, man, come on. But No, he agreed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. But uh, just got to love Phil. Kyle and Jermaine, these guys were great. 
Uh, we're we're going to make sure we, we, can, we can reconnect with them throughout the, the season. We know they're busy. Uh, but just uh, just really just can't wait for, for to really get into it, man, because it seems like seems like we just started this a Ray, and now we got the ball rolling and, and here we are just, uh, you know, season starting. And I, I just can't believe it, man. It just it went by like that. And we're, you know, we're, we're full steam ahead here. The rain and threes train is, is not stopping. Hop on. Enjoy the ride because we're going to we're going to continue to rip it up here uh, throughout the season and beyond. Let's get a W on Monday. Like, let's get a let's get a win. Let's get a win, and let's look good while we doing it. All right, it's gonna it's gonna happen. It'll happen, man. I'm I can't wait. I can't wait. I don't want anybody in my comments on Monday talking about, hey, Allen, do you feel concerned with the way the team played today? Then I don't want to hear none of that. I you know, no, it's gonna happen regardless. I just want the comments to be like, we back. Villanova is here. We're going to be good this year. Like, that's what I want to hear because that, that's going to mean we had a good game. If we didn't have a good game, you're going to hear the, hey, are you concerned about the way we played today? It's only the first game of the year. Nah, I don't want to hear none of that. We'll be all right. Yeah, I, 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 you got to have the optimism. But regardless of what happens, A-Ray, you're, you're, all, you're always going to have those guys in the comments saying, Yo, what's good with this? Even if we play really well, you know there's going to be one player. Oh, whoa. How, how how come uh, how come Mark Armstrong didn't get more playing time? It's not. It's always something, a eh, Ray. So we're gonna have to deal with it. We're gonna do our best to answer, give our two shots on why we feel that happened, why it didn't happen, and things like that. And it's gonna be, it's gonna. We're gonna have a great time doing it, a eh, Ray. I'll tell you that. So when they ask why was Arch in the game, what you gonna say? I'm gonna say he's got the experience. He knows he knows the program. He knows what to do out there. They feel comfortable with him out there on the floor. Nobody booed him. No one booed him for Hoops Mania. No one's gonna boo him this season. So he might be the most talk, he might be the most talked about player in the Villanova uniform. I know. People it. love talking about Arch. People got accounts dedicated to him and everything. And hey, you know, his brother's a, a Nick. Maybe we'll get Maybe we'll get Chris and Ryan on the show at the same time. That'll be fun. Catch up with the with the brothers. Yeah. At least we know there ain't gonna be no turnovers that show. <laughs> That's right. That's right. With them on it. A lot of assists, no TOs. All right, man. What a what a blast. I can't wait uh to get going. November 17th. Circle that date on the calendar. You got the Maryland Nova game Friday night, watch party at Schaefer's. Come join A Ray and I. So it's a watch it, hang out. Have some drinks, have some food, get some merch. I got the hat, got the shirt. We're going to be selling them. We're going to be doing raffles, giveaways. It's going to be a blast. So really appreciate you guys tuning in and show out on the 17th. Peace out, Nova Nation. We look forward to seeing you first game Monday, and then we look forward to seeing you on the 17th at Schaefer's Bar for the watch party. Don't forget, be there. Be there. Be there. Let's get it. All right. With Alan Ray, I'm your host, Mike O'Connell. Thank you guys so much for listening to the latest edition of Raiden Threes. Peace out.